We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. The NBA is back. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? And 30 feet is still in range. Where else is history? Still in the make. The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. Jingle balls to the walls, fellas. Listen up. Untrimmed pubes are a thing of the past. It's time to gear up and get yourself the gift of shaving this holiday season. I am talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. That's why this revolutionary company, Manscaped, has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Lawnmower 2.0 has a proprietary advanced skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. It also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The Lawn Mower 2.0 comes inside their Perfect Package 2.0, which makes this perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trim, cut free, and smell nice down there. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you use on your balls. That's just nasty. The Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0 also includes the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? And yes, your balls stink. Speaking of sweaty balls and stinky balls, I am thankful for the Crop Reviver. This product, along with the Crop Preserver, keeps your balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. And these products smell good. They're mainly scent attractive and will help set the mood, if you know what I mean. The Perfect Package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day, gentlemen. It's time to upgrade 
those overused pair of boxers to manscape high-performance anti-chafing boxer briefs. Tis the season to manscape. So get yourself, your dad, your brother, your friends, the gift of all. Manscaped Perfect Package 2.0. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code BIGHEADS at manscaped.com. Welcome to another episode of Rams Uncensored. I am your host, Tommy Avance, with always my co-host, Brian Juano. We have a special co-host tonight in place of Mark Lujan. Welcome to the show, Mr. Scott Wagner. Wags, how you doing tonight, buddy? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Uh, it's, a, it's a treat and luxury to be on the airwaves with you fellas. Rams Uncensored. Rams Uncensored. Yeah, buddy. We yeah. are back. We yeah. are back. Um, we are back. I feel like the uncensored needed need a little boost of, of wagtasticness. And here we go. Let's Give go. Shot. Wagtastic. That kind of reminded me of uh, Vagtastic from, oh, uh, you know. Thanks. What, 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 was, what, was, what was the movie Thanks. that had Vagtastic? I don't know, man. Come on. Just let me let me gloss myself for a minute here. It's fine. Well, I, I heard Tommy was glossing his balls before uh, we came on. Oh, he was manscaping. Yeah, the creepy, the creepy manscape ad. We had to, you know. He was he was hanging with Steve Pollard, doing some manscaping. <laughs> yeah. it, I had to record it like four times today because I couldn't stop laughing. It's like so fucking bad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's a perfect sponsor for this show, I must say. This one, and, and, and for sure, yeah. Yeah, a little more. I love to taint my grundle with my manscape. Wow. <laughs> you grundled. So let's... Uh, it's all about the grundle. Let's get into this. Let's talk about first... Let's yep. talk about that uh, that horrific... Uh, the straw that broke the camel's back, uh, Ravens game, and then yeah. taking the week to regroup and laying the smackdown on the Arizona Cardinals like no other. And, and let's be honest, that's a team that's not getting rolled over by any means. They gave the 49ers a fight two games. They lost by three. They lost by ten. Yeah. They're definitely a tough out, and we, we put a hammer on them. Um, I think we just match up well with them. If you look at the last five matchups against the Cardinals, the Rams yeah. beat them down. So I just think it's a matchup thing. So I, as much as I want to be super excited about the win – it is what it is. I'm glad we got it, and I'm glad we got back on track and the guys have a better attitude. But, but Wags, take us back to the Ravens game and tell us what you think, what you saw out there, not just play, but behavior, because that's where I really focused on this game. Oh, yeah. I had a lot of issues with behavior um, in that game, and, and play was um, – Oh, the game plan. I, I'm, I'm going to go back. To, I'm going to start with coaching because I think the game plan on, on both sides of the ball was pretty miserable. And, and you know, occasionally we, we've stumbled there this year in in game planning, and you can see it. And it's like we come out and we're like, oh shit! You, you hear about Mike Tomlin adjusting his game plan last week to fix things and just throwing half of it out, nine tenths of it out, and saying, "Fuck it, let's go," and his team responding and. Um, you kind of wish that we would do that. Not that that would have made a difference in this game, but uh, the reality is that, you know, the Ravens are a team that's in fuego. They're a dominant NFL team. 
crushing people. Um, you know, handle, it didn't handily beat the Niners, but beat the Niners this last week, which, as we know, this year has been a small feat. Um, and the Rams just came out kind of lackluster, uh, flat, unprepared, um, and, you know, uh, kind of a uh, little butt hurt, you know, a little crying in their, in their beer uh, and got caught. And um, I think that they, they did do an amazing job of refocusing and getting ready for Arizona. And, um, you know, golf looked like a totally new guy. The, 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 the offense looked like the last year. Um, the defense was, was really good, and it was clear we had the upper hand from the first second out of the gate. It was like, oh, shit, the Rams are going to win today. Like, within three minutes, I was like, we're going to win. And um, so I don't know, man. I wish I knew the answer to this, the Jekyll and Hyde thing going on here, but uh, certainly <laughs> we had some, some Jekyll uh, the week before, and uh, we looked real good last week. I don't know if it carries over into anything, but uh, it was nice to see it, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. What, what did you what 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 did you see out there, Brian? That seemed a little off. Um, not just the game plan, but the overall behavior of the players, their 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 mannerisms. Yeah. There there was something to all of that. That was I, I paid close attention yeah. in the stadium to the way that they were carrying themselves, and I knew right away it was going to be ugly. Well, let's just start off with there was absolutely no energy in that whole stadium. Like, been there for another Monday night game, the June game, for instance, or, you know, any other, like, night game we've had. Um, there's been energy, but that stadium was really freaking quiet for one. So, I don't know if the players were feeding off the fact that there was just nothing going on in that stadium. Yeah. But, you know, just just from staff one, yeah, they're – I don't know. It seemed like they were going through the motions, to be honest with you. Like, uh, offensively, right. offensively, there really was no game plan. It was pretty obvious. Um, but, I think it was, the game plan was called the wide receiver screen. Well, <laughs> well at the same time, so it's, so it's, so it's the same oh, time, man. there was, so at the same time, there was, there was one thing that Baltimore did that they hadn't done all the season before and they hadn't done this season at all was that double corner blitz and it was coming fucking free every time. And so every time Jared stepped back, like he was just fucking getting hammered. And they know that that's the way to get to Jared, you know, just so but, my point, but my point is like, if you're doing film study or not, like they were sending something that they've never, they've never showed before. So, I know there was a lot made out of like Eric Weddle not, you know, telling the uh, telling the team. Like, we had just asked, or whatever. Or you know, or any, any yeah, time. but so I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure offensively, but I did hear a little bit about the defensive side of it, and I heard Coach Phillips didn't say a damn word to the team, and he did second adjust it all at halftime. So I, that's just what I think. Yeah. You think it's because he knew they were fucked? <laughs> I mean, well, uh, I mean, I mean, look, I mean. Obviously, they're fucking running all over you. You're trying to play some sort of zone because yeah. you're trying to keep your eyes on the quarterback. But, you know, just just like fucking, I mean, I hate to bring Weddle's name back up again, but he said that every fucking play, he couldn't tell who had the ball, right? Yeah. So, yeah, when you're sitting there playing on your heels and you can't figure out who has the ball, you're going to get run over all day. So, at that point, I mean, look, I'm not freaking going to say that this would work or not, but at that point, don't you just fucking start sending some fucking run blitzes in? Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, do you not just do you not just force an issue? 
Jackson's a conundrum, man. I mean, he's, he's indefensible in some ways, you know. Like, it's, no, but don't uh, you force the issue where he doesn't have the choice, like where you make him do one thing or the other? Well, you got to look at it this way. I'll take one play and break it down for you guys. So the play where Clay yeah. Matthews came off the edge and chose to attack the running back instead of the quarterback, and yeah. Lamar kept it and just ran yeah. right outside and for like yeah. seventeen yards. Right. The mistake, and right. that's what we're okay. When you got a guy who's possibly a Hall of Fame player like Clay Matthews, and he's making Pop Warner mistakes. When you're playing defense against uh, the read option, when you're an edge rusher, when when you're on that edge, your job in that situation is to always take the quarterback because the running back is going yep. to go right up the middle and your defensive tackle's job is to get him, okay? So everybody has an assignment. So why are yeah. you going for the running back? That's not your job. You know better than that, man. Look how long you've been playing. Like you, when they're doing stuff you like should? that, you're like, "Fuck out of here, dude!" Like that's that's but just yeah, but, bush but league let's bullshit. Be let's Lamar be honest. Lamar has you seen ghosts though? I mean, the guy's a fucking. That's why. No, no, but you know, but turn it around. No, you know, I, I, I do. I do agree with you, Tommy. But when he was playing off, and they did hand the ball to whoever the running back was, Edwards, Ingram, whoever. The defensive line was not playing stout either, and they were just going to run over up the middle. So it doesn't matter. matter. That's it doesn't matter. That's the, that's their job. If they're not doing their job, that's on them. But you can't you can't try right. to circumvent that right. and then fucking make it worse. Okay, if your defensive tackles are oh, not right. getting it that's done, that's on them. Let right. them fucking run the ball right. all day on the middle. That's not my job. So you do your job. I do mine. I'm not going to fucking pick up the slack for you, asshole. That's just the way it is. There's eleven unless, guys. Well, and everyone right, has an but I mean, unless they start to. So, so my thought, my thought on that though is, if if you're getting burned on the edges, you know, and all this thing, why not send a fucking corner blitz and fucking force it to go up the middle and then fucking play stout at the middle? Yeah, you got. And then I mean, force them into a passing team, and then force them into a passing I mean, team. And if they want to play that, they're playing with fire. But look, I mean, we can sit here and talk about this, that, the other, but we lost forty-five. <laughs> no, and, you know, I, and I and the reason like, and my reasoning I mean, really, for right? losing forty five so, to six is a different than a lot of others. I saw a defense that just yeah, came off a game two quick. games before that against the Steelers. The defense scored more points than the offense. The defense scored nine. And the offense scored three. Okay, then they come back a week later yeah, and they, yeah. they they win seventeen to seven. Okay, we helped you out a little bit, but still the defense is like, man, these guys aren't pulling their weight. This is getting ridiculous. They're burning us out. There's nothing worse than playing, um, say you're on a series for 12 plays, right, on defense. Then you come off the field and you're, you're, yeah. you're sucking yeah. wind. You're getting oxygen. You're trying to get a drink of water. And your, your fucking coach taps you on the shoulder. Hey, you got to go. You got to go. They just threw a fucking pick. Or they just turned it over. And you're like, yeah, be fucking kidding me. Like, you're burnt out already. And what I saw is a team get down 21 to 6 or whatever the hell it was. And the defense just said, you know what? I'm done with you guys today. Fuck you. We're hanging you out to dry. Yeah. And they just quit. And and, and, they, and it was protesting. Because that's what that's, I saw. I saw body I language that, that showed that. Well, well, well. I've yeah, seen teams do it from Pop Warner all the way to the NFL. Statement, but I think it's, 
I fans quit. I fans quit. don't. Fans don't ever want to believe the fucking truth, dude. They don't because they'd rather live in a little bubble where Santa Claus is still fucking real and Easter Bunny is gonna hook you up and Tooth Fairy's gonna put a dollar <laughs> under your fucking pillow. But wake up! Wait, These are human beings, and they're gonna do. You, they're gonna do childish shit. Tommy. Yeah. How? Why did? How do we turn around against Arizona? Then what happened? Did they just say fuck it? We just. Did they just say okay? Rat, gather, you know, gather the troops. Let's fucking go. Let's like we're good. We're, we we went to the fucking Super Bowl last year. Like, did they show some pride, or is Arizona bad, or what happened? They Arizona, the, Arizona is bad defensively. The protest Not worked. Is the though. point? But our offense has been shit for um, like six weeks. So, like, they woke up. It was it was brilliant. But I don't quite know what happened. If you don't, if you don't hold anyone's feet to the fire, they'll never. No, they're burning, right? So if no one's telling Sean McVay and so Jared Goff in the offense, any, why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't we assume that they went in the locker room and said, hey, motherfucking media, the fuck out. We got to talk some business, right? And then they get out and they say, hey, yeah, yeah. y'all motherfuckers need to get your shit together because we're exhausted. We're carrying this team. You guys were scoring 30 fucking points a game in the last two years. What the fuck is going on around here? Get this shit together. Because if I yeah. was in that locker room, that's what I would have said to my teammates. Because if you don't say what you got to say, well, you, you, you ain't a man, dude. You're, this is, you have a job to do, and everybody needs to pull their weight. And sometimes you just snap, dude. And I think that's what happened. And I think you saw a team that prepared properly and said, you know what? We need to do some things differently to protect Jared Goff. Where does Jared Goff excel? Rolling out of the pocket. He always has. That's where yeah. he does his best work. And yeah. they rolled him out so well, many fucking times. With him, too. Yeah, dude, it, they yeah. did. They did a great yeah. job of changing and, it up and, and, and getting balance. Todd Gurley Offensive involved. Balance, yeah, getting Todd back in the game. I know. God. We we all talked it about that like in the off season. Year. It really did. Yeah, it was and wild. We, it looked we, like the, like oh my god, and that's what Phil tweeted. Like, oh shit, I can't believe I forgot how much fun I had last year watching the team. You know, and this was a lot like last year's team. It, it, it was just like oh, we got him. Like seriously, three plays in, you're like oh shit, the tone is right. Can I trust it? Can I trust it? And you're like fucking halftime. You're like, oh, just murdering them. And it's like, this is not a shit team, as you said, Tommy. This is a pretty good football team. You know? But we will know. We will actually know yeah. if it was just a one-week thing or if it's just or if they're fucking actually turning. Well, fucking we played Seattle well last time. I don't, you know, I, I think we it's played a pretty well great rivalry. We played we well it's all a, the it's time. It's a battle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if we so if we shoot the bed Sunday, then I have. That, that's more what I'm. That's more what I'm getting at. Like, yeah. Let's see how we come out Sunday. Let's see how the team actually reacts. Don't and let's don't look at the don't look at the game plan. Look at the their, look at their behavior in the first quarter. The offensive players, right. the defensive players. How are they? Are they up for well, the no, game? Are they? Right. Are they? Are they throwing their hands up? They weren't doing none of that shit so, against the Ravens, dude. Did you feel like it was a script on on last Sunday against Arizona? I just, they can't so script. What do you mean script? It's an offensive script. I mean, I think that, that it was really. I think everyone knew their assignments, and they they made it simple for the team to go out and do their jobs, which is oh. smart coaching. You isn't know, that I, what you should like, do? At, isn't that what you should do every week? Well, yeah, to an extent, but it, it just felt like it was it was a good script. Okay, let's just say no. That. I know, I get it, but yeah, I mean, yeah. you only script is a handful of plays, and after that, you're fucking I just felt going like maybe off. The script was longer, is my is what I'm getting. Yeah. Like, so maybe they were like, let's just stay crisp, and then 
But it, everything works. See, I could, I could go to... Commit to the script when it's working, right? I could actually go to an exact opposite of that, though. If you want to talk about that, it feels like they went to a script and didn't go away with it early in the season where they're getting their ass handed to them, where McVeigh just sits there and goes, this is going to work, this is going to work, and just keeps throwing the fucking same shit out there. That's the script that I felt was being followed. No, I, well, anyway, I, well, either, I, I felt like this was a, a scripted play, you know, a bunch of balanced plays, and they came out and they felt the defense, and the offense had tempo and rhythm like we haven't seen all season. And I, I, was, I was excited, but as Tommy said, you know, we can't get too encouraged because, you know, uh, Andy Dalton used to light up shitty defenses, and, and where the fuck is he now? You know, it's, it's the reality. It's like, hey, we're, Andy we're, Dalton got his first win this week. He did. But I just don't think that necessarily were, I don't know. I mean, you guys are, are asking the questions. I'm the, I'm the guest host. But the reality is, I want to talk about, you, you guys think we have any shot at winning out because Ram Twitter thinks we have a chance. And I say if we do, then I'm excited for the playoffs. <laughs> that means we're good again. But I one, one week at a time. Got, oh, one week at a time. But one week at a time, dude. Where's Tommy? Where's Tommy? Tommy, Tommy. I think, no, I'm no, good. I, I think I think that right. w- we're going to be a ten and six team that misses the playoffs. The shot? NFC is deep. I, we yeah. need we need the Vikings ten, to lose one more game, right? And, and miss, right? Well, so they the, get the pack. So if we'll we be, win and they, I mean, but that's it's such a long shot. Like that's what I want to talk about. Like you guys think we have any shot at all? And I, you give me three weeks ago, I said no fucking shot, no matter what, you know. And then suddenly we play good against Arizona, and I'm all hyped. No. <laughs> you know, I can't be. You know, it's the reality, right? But, yeah, we literally have to take it one week at a time right now. I know, I know. But do we have a shot? Absolutely, we have a shot. We're yeah. only one. We're only look. We're only we one game behind. Shot. We're only one t- game behind the Vikings, who fucking fall apart in phases of the game. Right? One yeah. game. If they lose one game. Yeah. We have the tiebreaker with them. We have a pair of cousins. Has anybody even no, looked into that? Has anyone looked into that? By the way, the <laughs> what, no, no. We have a better. We have a, no. We already have it. If they lose and we win, it, we have the conference tiebreaker. Yeah. They've lost more conference games. So yeah. right now we would have we to win out, out and, and they, they lose won. one more game, right? Yep. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah, they go three and one, <laughs> and we go four and zero, oh, and we're in. <laughs> That's Man, that's a tough road. So it's very doable. Yeah. So we got to beat the Niners. Doable. We got to beat the Niners. Fuck the Niners, dude. We <laughs> fucking didn't eat. Look, I know we lost 20 to 7. Fuck them all. We got to beat them all. But look, I know we lost 20 to 7 to that team, but we we weren't really that far out of it. No. It felt that way at the end, but well, we really weren't that far out of that game. Was pivotal. Uh, the fumble was pivotal. Going for it on fourth down was pivotal. There was a few little instances in well, that game. Running it up the gut with Malcolm twice on fourth down was pivotal. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Jesus. That game could have been a completely different game. It's true. We were kind of in there. Yeah, you, you, that's a good point because the game plan was bad against the Niners. It was. So it was there's horrible. a few things that we missed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that, they just – McVeigh, I don't know. I did you hear – Did well, speaking of McVeigh, did you hear what he said today? They asked him, you know, why he decided. I'm an idiot. He decided, I'm an idiot. Yeah, he decided to run Gurley, and they asked him why, and he's like, "Well, because I'm an idiot. Why, you know, why'd you wait so long? I'm an idiot." I thought that was pretty funny. If you can't make fun of yourself, yeah, you know what I mean, funny slash sad. <laughs> yeah, the the, the thing is though, is that <laughs> we know? in the off season, all of us <laughs> talked about 
preserving Todd Gurley and hoping that that's what they would do so we wouldn't have the next LaDainian Tomlinson unavailable every time the Chargers made the playoffs. We talked about that all offseason, and we got yeah. what we wanted. So the fans that understand it's a long season, we, like me, I agreed that it was the right thing. We could have too much. No, 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 no. No, we have two. No, no, no. We have two other fucking running backs that can play football. He didn't give it to any of them. So Sean McVay's the fucking problem, not the running backs. Okay. Well, no, I, I agree. Yeah, no, he, he went to a he went to a pass happy scheme. Brian Allen and Joe Nelson. Mike Martz two point and that's why we lost five games so early in the season, dude. You know, you can't just fucking throw well, the ball. Line play. If you, huh? if you you can't, you know. I mean, Roger Saffold is like a, a huge part of this the conversation this season. Honestly, I mean, he hasn't been, but he is because yeah, absolutely he was elite. He was like. Oh, pro Bowl level never got voted in, but but, he, but he's not Pro Bowl level this year. No, he's fine. That team's playing pretty good, man. They are now. No, they are now. They are now. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. He's part of a winning team. I gotta say, that guy's money. And they could have fucking said, "Hey, how about we put Ogbo up there?" Or fucking, uh, you know, and, and Ogbo looks good. You know, Fowler's better, sure, but Fowler's expensive. You know, or, or I don't know. Anyway, I don't want to get into the whole fucking list. One year deals, but, bro. One year deals. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, just, we all uh, know that they gambled know, the on the on arrived for a lot of reasons. Yeah, when you have a salary cap, you're going to gamble on a position group. You know, it is what it is. They gambled that Aaron could get these youngsters ready, and it didn't work. Now the backups that they didn't think were better oh than the guys yeah. they chose to start, yeah. they were also wrong about that too. Okay, because Bobby Evans is playing better than Rob Havenstein's big dumb ass. You know what I mean? He's getting well, paid right $10 now. million. Dollars. Right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, Rob Havenstein yeah. fell off, dude. He fell yeah, off. Yeah, but let's be honest. If you would have started with Evans, though, he might not have. Like, he might have needed all this time to get to that point to understand the game of the it's NFL. Been, I mean, you know, it's it's hard to say. Yeah. They, no. they didn't help Havenstein because they I felt like he was a fucking, like, Island and he's not, you know. So they're helping Evans, but but still, I mean, if they're helping, how much are they fucking helping Evans if Higby gets loose for a hundred yards last week in the first fucking half, you know? So clearly, I don't know, man. Maybe Johnny Munch the key to the whole fucking season. <laughs> maybe Johnny <laughs> Munch. Maybe Johnny Munch should hang on to the fucking ball when he has yeah, a wide open ball. fucking pass. Yeah, the, the mud cake. He fucking bricked that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know a good effort there. Also, too, yeah, everyone wants to talk about <laughs> offensive line play and technique and getting ready and yeah. not being prepared, but no one talks about the fact that to play offensive line and defensive line in any level of football, you have to have something to be special, and it's called balls. Okay, if you're not a tough guy, you're gonna get your ass kicked. It's just the way it is. I've been in the trenches. I've Which seen is like it. the story of Brian's life, dude. It's this huh? game. This game like is not right built there. for everybody. There's kids that grow up through Pop Warner that make it all to the NFL that are masked by the fact that they're just not very tough people. I mean, look at Jonathan Martin for Christ's sake. He got bullied out of the league as a grown man by calling you names. It's not for everyone, dude. Yeah. It just isn't. 
Okay, no. and if you're not a tough guy, I don't Neither care if you're 300 pounds, you're going to be fucking Greg Robinson, a 330-pound punk that's going to get his lunch money stolen in the yard. It's it's a it's a tough guy's game. And to play offensive line, you got to be fucking Taylor Lewan. you got to have balls, dude. you got to walk out there like you own the fucking place. you got to have bravado. Isn't, if you don't have that, you're getting your ass Isn't Greg kicked. Robinson still a starter in this league? Robinson, uh, actually, when I watched Cleveland last week, they were like, Brown's really missing Greg Robinson. He's like, oh, is he hurt? Is he hurt? No, yeah, he didn't play last week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, what? You know, I don't know. I mean, hey, uh, Robinson is not as big a bust as Jason Smith because uh, he's still on a team. But, oh, uh, Jason Smith. That guy, was, Lord, that guy was awesome. You know how many offensive oh, yeah, linemen in NFL yeah. history just stole bags of money, dude? It's unreal. Well, yeah, know, but he he had to be probably the worst. The uh, the system used to really really penalize you if you missed on a high pick. There were no set salaries, and so the, the you know the the you know the top pick deals were done every year. You remember that? Oh yeah, no, I got like the the Sam Bradford deal. Yeah, the last of the before they changed it to a structure. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went from the, the, Sam Bradford got an eighty million dollar deal. The very next year, Cam Newton got twenty four overall total. That's how yep. much the CBA changed. Yep. Crazy, right? And, and and changed for the right reason. Don't don't reward kids for what they did in college. Nobody cares, dude. This is a job opportunity. You need to earn it. So I like the the way the rookie well, skill. Well, I mean. If you want to reward them or you want to, you know, let the agent be involved, don't fucking have a salary cap. I mean, that, that, that's the only other difference. But with a salary cap, yeah, you have to have some sort of structure. Absolutely. You have to. So let's, so, get, in the, let's get into Seattle, boys. What's that? Let's get into Seattle. Let's get into Seattle. Right. Oh, what talking is- about Seattle? Yeah. What are you seeing from them, Wags, right now? You're just seeing typical Russell Wilson uh, being surrounded by a bunch of dudes that you don't recognize the name on I'm the jersey, seeing, but he gets it done? Well, kind of. I mean, I'm seeing shoddy, you know. Um, I, I I laughed when they hired him as OC. I was like, great. See, I was going to suck for the next five years. And it, it, that, it developed what is now working in pro football, which is a power running game. And, and Carson and Penny look fucking great, you know. They both look like big horses. Uh, with with skills and some some evasiveness and some speed and strength and they're, they're beasts. You, they bang on your line all day, you know. Uh, you know, <laughs> Corey Wilson's going to be sore after that game, you know. Uh, but hey, this is always a dog fight. We always get into a total pissing match with these guys. Uh, it's in L.A. Um, Jeezy didn't do us any favors by breaking the field goal last time out. Um, I kind of think the Rams. I have a great chance to win this game with the season on the line and showing some pride as the defending NFC champs. And, uh, you know, but I, I, I think it's going to be wicked tight and, and just a dog fight from, from wicked. Happy. It's going to be wicked. I said wicked tight. Yeah. Wicked. Tight. Wow. Wow. Is that, is that, is, has, kind of like your mom. Has, <laughs> has, 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 has the East coast made it to Portland? I mean, what's, what's going on over here? I say all kinds of shit. DJ. Oh, like, thank you. I'm versatile. I'm like, I'm like, you know, multi-dimensional. You're multi-fucking cloth. Multi-dimensional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, I just uh, want to say. I mean, hey, 
one game at a time. Rams with one game season every week, uh, and I think we're going to win this weekend and and uh, put those motherfuckers in their place. I sure hope it happens. But hey, you know, let me let me tell you what I since I unfortunately watch a little okay. bit more fucking Seattle games than most. Since then, there's this like girl who's standing yeah. at me, waiting to see how critical I'm going to be of her team. Um, I'm going to be very critical. I don't think they're that great offensively. To be honest with you, um, they do have a great running game. They do have a great running game, uh, yep. but you know the Rams are actually really good at stopping the run, except for you know the one instance of the Ravens. But they're not going to be running that same kind of uh, run well, option. I mean, they they kind of do, but they don't because. We don't really worry about Russ hanging on. You don't really worry about Russ hanging on the ball because he doesn't do it very often. Okay? They just won't do it because he's thirty-five million a year. You know? Right, right. They, just really, they really just don't do it, right? But what I do see out there is Lockett is their main receiver, and they really are not using him right now. So I think I don't know if you noticed, but Lockett went out with an injury a couple of weeks ago, and they hasn't really been. There's been really no use. Metcalf. Metcalf. Metcalf's a nice player. No, no, but Metcalf, you know, is he caffeinated or decaffeinated? Because the guy I fucking has hands. So because he has hands of fucking brick. Let's be honest. I mean, if you watch that guy play, he fucking drops more than he catches, and he fucking also fumbles more than he fucking He did fumble this week. Yeah. 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 So which which fucking Metcalf are you going to have out there, right? Decaf. But my my <laughs> point is like honest. That well, was honest, good. But, but honestly, <laughs> if you look, if you look, you if, you look at, if you look at Russ's, hey, if you look at Russ's stats, it's all about running the ball with that team right now. Yeah. So if you stuff the run with that team and you make him one dimensional, and then you fucking let Aaron yeah. Donald and, and, and the guys that go I mean, back there and rush the passer, especially yeah, now with Ramsey and you don't have Marcus Peters yeah. giving up the big play. Speaking yeah. of Marcus Peters, I know how fucking great he's been doing with. Baltimore, but did you guys see his ass get run over, or sorry, not make any tackles against the Niners? It looked like the same old Marcus Peters to me. Oh, he's so he, he, he is, 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 is big as a mouth. Nose in there ever. Nah, as big as a mouth as he has, he's, he's softer than Charmin, dude. He, he's all talk. Bye, 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 bye. I, I don't want to hear all that uh, whoop de whoop. I'm a badass dude, he's, and you won't even tackle nobody. He's a nice corner in the right system. He he's obviously. No, he's right. He's in the right since he left. He's in the right system. Yeah, tackle. I like it. Like the first week that I saw Ramsey and Trey Hill up, I tweeted like, "It's nice to have some corners that hit people." And they were both fucking laying some lumber. It's like, yeah, you know, not afraid to stick your nose in there a little bit. And um, you know, we got Roby Coleman's a nice. uh, He's not afraid of contact. I was. I just. I don't care how good he is or whatever. I just can't. And, and Ramsey was a little bitchy this last week against Baltimore, but they said it was a, or last two weeks ago, they said it was a business decision when he didn't tackle. But, you know. Um, oh, the whole defense yeah, didn't by, tackle. Dude. Yeah, but by time, right, those, right. by time those plays were coming at Ramsey, what was the score? It was over. Yeah, it was a business yeah. decision. He was like, fuck it. I'm right. going to put my body at risk. There, there was know, five like, players yeah, already. There, there was five fucking players yeah, yeah. already on him. If I'm the corner, I'm gonna fucking do nothing. Do your fucking job. You, you five of you can't that, tackle yeah. him, then fuck you, dude. I'm not gonna go diving in there. Do yeah. your job. That's why Bond. Uh, listen, listen. All, no, 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 no. Let me finish. Yeah. This is why Bob Sanders' fucking career was so short because he was always trying to be the goddamn hero, and we missed out on a lot of great football because that little dude would just go in there and hit you like you fucking. 
like you did some personal shit to his family. You know what I mean? But well, that, that's why he that's why his career was so short because you got to live to fight another day. So uh, when I saw Ramsey do what he did, I, I was like, hell, I would have did the same shit. <laughs> Fuck, you guys don't want to fucking well, tackle. That, I'm not like, doing it either. In that Ravens game, though, I mean, Eric Wells' career got a little shorter too because he had to fucking make like twelve fucking tackles, and they were probably all game saving. Or it's not and, game saving, but I don't know saving. that you're, you know, uh, I like Weddle. Um, but I'm, he no, I'm just, no, all, all, no, he like, didn't. But my point is, my point is, is he had to go out. Look, he had twelve tackles that game, right? That's but not good. You that other guys are out of position. It should never happen. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why is your fucking free safety fucking, uh, making twelve tackles? If you're Neas Williams and you get fucking sixteen tackles, three fumble recoveries. <laughs> but you get you get what I'm saying. You know, my my, yeah. my point is, while it wasn't his best game, he still had to go out there and fucking make these tackles that should have never had to be made. He's fine. Dude, he's, I he's fine. I mean, dude, but the fucking honey badgers balling out in Arizona. I gotta tell you, man. Like Ooh. that guy was a, in Arizona. Yeah, but Matthew, he's a, he's a great player. He was a really cheap free agent. Yeah, he, he he plays for fucking Texans. No, he plays for Arizona. No, no he doesn't. He plays yes, for he the does. Texans. He used to play for he Arizona. He plays they for the Texans, him. brother. Yeah. All right, fine. Thanks. He did. Sorry, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? That's some good Wait weed. That's some good weed. Yeah, what kind of shit are you on up there in Portland, homie? Is the rain got in your head? He's a Texan. God damn it. That's all right, though. We, we, oh, he's, a chief. he's a chief. We're all fucking wrong. He's a chief. No. You jerk. He was the Texans and then the Chiefs. Well, he's a chief now. He well, went to I the Texans and then the Chiefs. The uniforms look the same. Yeah, he's a chief. Anyway, he's been playing great for them, and he was like cheap. Well, Weddle well, was cheaper, but he was a, he was a great free agent signing for them. He's played very well. And he's a goddamn chief and out of Texas, so you guys can both blow me. Fucking We're all high, so who cares? I don't know, man. I mean, have you have yeah, you been man, have you been manscaping? I mean, if you want us to blow you, you guys fucking have some that smooth be, balls, bro. He would have been a better sign than Weddle, just saying. Your boy. Yeah. Oh, dude. It, it it all depends. I mean the honey badger. Hold on, hold on. Honey badger, he doesn't play free safety though. He's a strong safety. Uh, so you you can you can go there all you want, but right, listen, I don't want to talk about. Those <laughs> you want to take turrets. JJ a rap spot? Uh, yeah, he's playing better than both of them this year because JJ's not on the fucking field. And rap rap was great this last week. Though, can we just say something positive? For- Dude, I, I've been reading. I've been reading. Yeah, he's great. He should have had three. He should have had three interceptions. He should have had three interceptions last week. Yeah, Ooh. could have, yeah. For sure. He should have had two pick sixes and three interceptions. <laughs> I know, it was great. He was really reading the eyes, man. Actually, I have I also I also have another guy I'd like to shout out because we haven't really seen too much of him, but did you guys notice that David Long did you guys notice that David Long was on the field? I did. And he should and he should have had a pick six. That's right. Oh well that almost had it back to back. Mm-hmm. Uh, long, like, let one slip through. It would have been a, a, a double down on the, the, yep. the Rams rookie DB with back-to-back pick sixes. I was, yeah, I was getting but he, but, he, on that. but, you know, he yeah. played quite a bit, and he looked good. He did. Yeah, no, I mean, he's, he's legit. I think 
And I think to your point about, uh, you know, Evans, um, you know, it's possible that Long is a similar type of a story in that he needed a half a season to watch, learn, right. training camp, you know, extended training camp in the practice field to get right and to understand the game at this level. And uh, there's no shame in that. Uh, he was a lockdown corner at Michigan, and he could play a big role for the Rams next year for sure. No one, no one ever expects a guy in his rookie year to come out and ball. I mean, unless you're like a top ten pick, you really don't expect those guys to come out and fall. Like, there's, there's like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Tommy I mean, is high as a motherfucker when I saw him before the Ravens game. Was I? I don't know. Is he snowing? Tommy, do you remember? Remember what? How high you were before the Ravens game? No. I'll tell you this, though. <laughs> After the first quarter, I stopped getting up on third down and cheering because the fucking team didn't want to play, so I wasn't about to fucking play. Listen, you want to pack it in? Hey, I'm going to pack. The body language. Dude, the field. I'm Let's fucking. Go. Dude, I, okay, let me, let me explain something to you about how fucking bad the, the fans are at the Coliseum. Right. So I left the super fan area for the last three years in the end zone where all the fucking melon heads, I was about 20 rows above those gentlemen. And that shit was live, man. Your ears would bleed over there on third down. I, now I'm on the home side, right next yeah. to the suites on the West side and in the 200 level, right in the front row. And the fans around us are like baseball fans or they're just on their phones, dude. It is unbelievable. Stop. Just stay home. You're not helping you're just there, and you leave in the third quarter, you can, you, win, lose, or draw. You can I'm done with drop. you. Yeah, dude, it's ridiculous. And that crowd, that crowd was yeah. a joke. Usually, they're not too bad, but this the Ravens game, forget about it. I'm challenging all Ram fans. Listen, if you don't understand the game, it's when you're there, it's different than watching it on TV. I know most of you watch it on TV your whole lives, but listen, now you're season ticket holder or whatever, you go to the game, your job is... There, the, there's a reason they're called the 12th man in Seattle because they're literally the fucking 12th man on the field. Your job is to get your lazy ass out of your seat and lose your voice. If you're not in, if you're one of those introvert type of people, you don't belong in a football game. Get your ass up, drink a beer, and lose your voice and participate. Or just don't come, man. We don't need that shit. It's ridiculous. I'm with it. I'm with I'm- it. I'm 100% with it because I'm there every week like Tommy. And, dude, it just gets really fucking frustrating when you're the only one so, trying to get loud. I know this is a big question, but honestly, like, you know, you guys have to have racked your brains a little bit to say how, how does that improve, you know, and, and how can you get a, a less fair weather fan there to more, you know, a real, like, born and bred diehard Rams fan. How are we going to do that? I don't know. Maybe they well, 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 first What's off, answer, you know? first off, going into the new stadium is going to help because the fucking Coliseum is not set up to con- to be conducive for noise. So now the indoor stadium is going to be much louder. We know that, that there will be five help. of us will yell and it'll be loud, dude. Like it's going to be a big difference. Right. It'll right. be a, it'll, it'll definitely be louder in there just because of the way the stadium is set up. Shape, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that yeah. that will help just immediately, right? And then when people actually hear other people being loud, maybe it'll become contagious. Hopefully. Because, I mean, when I was yeah, in Minnesota two years ago, my, I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't hear my, I couldn't hear right. anything, dude. It was amazing. But I was so impressed. Is, but my point is, like in the Coliseum, if one corner is being loud, you don't hear it on the other corner. You, 
But to have no right. clue that they're being loud. Well, that's there. a big part of it, but I, yeah, it, it doesn't. I don't know if it helps attendance, but I mean, I think you know, like the reality is, that, like the, if the Rams were like, um, you know, even at, like the Patriots, like would would LA still fucking support them in the same way? Uh, with if they're a dynasty, it, it's. Um, I mean, obviously, I don't live there. I don't want to share. LA, LA loves to support. LA loves to support. All right, all right. LA loves to what? You kind of cut out there. What did you say? They're fickle with the Rams right now because they left. But there's some fickle people. There's some people that haven't went all in. And they, well, not just that, but Rams people like just me me. they don't want to be. People don't want attention called to them. A lot of people nowadays are introverts. They don't want to yell and scream. They don't want no one to look at them. Those uh, th- that's Los Angeles, and it, and it's unfortunate. You know, people are anti fucking social. City full of they don't eat the fucking pioneer chicken like bosses. Yeah, no, the pioneer chicken. They don't know. They don't know what time it is. Dude, like I can't shit. wait. Stop. They're eating fucking sushi Dude, at the. That... <laughs> they're eating sushi at the fucking halftime. Ah! Oh <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Dude, I wish I wish the Coliseum had something <laughs> as good as sushi to eat. The Coliseum food is fucking. Oh, bullshit. but it, at Stan's house is going to be at the SoFi Stand. It's going to be flat. Yeah, dude, it'll only be $30 for, like, a single oh, fucking taco. If you can afford a chicken, you can afford that. So, whatever, you know. Well, the tickets aren't that bad. It's the fucking, it's the seat lights on top of it. Hey, the Wags, are you walking away, are you walking away okay. from your phone, Wags? Because you're cutting out a lot. Not breaking up, but your voice oh, is sorry. getting distant. Sorry, no, no. Okay, there you are. <laughs> I apologize. No problem. Yeah, yeah. No, no he's problem. just having old man balls. He's, like, his balls oh, are, like, oh, turned to sag, and then, like, you know. He was He's manscaping. He's manscaping. So, hey, boys, we're going to take a little bit of a commercial break and play some music. Uh, hey, we're going to take a little bit of a break, gentlemen, and play some music. So, take a little break, and we'll see you in a minute. We'll be back after this with our predictions for the game. All right. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you can t- choose any game and call it? Well, MyBookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. Between football season, NBA, and the start of college basketball, it's time to get off the sideline and get in the action with MyBookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to MyBookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. Tired of watching the games from the couch with nothing to gain? MyBookie wants to get your mind off everything else and back in the game. Best of all, if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you were to deposit $2,000, you can get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. If you're looking a little low stakes, put $100, they'll give you $50. You'll be good to go with some free money. Just use the promo code MASSIVELATEFEE to activate this offer. Once again, that's promo code MASSIVELATEFEE to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid.
welcome back, welcome back. How y'all doing? Yo, yo. Yo, 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 yo. You guys ready? Um, I don't think any of us have, actually. I could have been a little worse. Right, I, I think I dropped a few F-bombs. I'll let it go. <laughs> um, all right, okay. Wags, let's get to... your... Yeah, Let's yeah. get your prediction for this Sunday. What do you What do you got for us? Oh man! Well, uh, Seattle. It's, it's, I don't know. Is it a shot game for Seattle? I don't think so. Um, shot games mean that they're not going to take us lightly at all. You know, um, they know they they want to put us away, uh, and they should because we we put them away. Uh, or, you know, we didn't knock them out of the playoffs last year. They made the playoffs, but still, it's like you know, we we've given them some fucking things to think about these last few years, you know, and, and if they can take us out in our own, on, on, on bar and pretty much eliminate our platforms, they're going to give it hell. It's like, this is a big game for them. Um, the Rams are coming off a nice rebound game against the cards. And, um, I, I like the pro, I like to see Goff chuck the ball around and, and make some plays. It was, it was really nice to see it. Um, I think it's going to come down to special teams. I, I think the Rams are actually, I think they're going to win it. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go Rams 27, Hawks 25. Ooh. That's a sexy prediction. I don't Brian? even know how they get to 25. Is it There's like two safeties and a block punt? It could just be, <laughs> it could just be a two-point conversion. You never know. Either way, I just think it's going to be close as hell. And I, the Rams are going to score about 24 to 27 in the uh, I think they're going to eke it out one way or another. I think the Rams are going to find a way to win and show some pride. And get, you know, I do think more, it. More I long. do think it's going to be close, but I think the Rams come out on fire. Um, yeah, after last week, right? Yeah. Momentum. No, I just, I just feel like you know they're, they're going to have that momentum. They're going to feel that fire. Um, I'm going to go to the Rams winning thirty-three twenty-seven. All right. Yeah, Russell Wilson has been on camera and asked. Which defense over his career does he hate playing the most? Um, and we've had a lot of good defenses over the last six, seven, eight years with the Fisher years and with Wade Phillips. And he'll tell you it's the Rams and Aaron Donald. And just the whole every time he plays them, he struggles against that defensive line and that defense overall. Even though the games are close, he does have a hard time. Um, I think the Rams do win this one. We should have won last time. I think uh, Greg Zerline um, gets redemption. He's the best kicker in the league for a reason. When he missed that field goal, I was more shocked than mad. I was just quiet yeah. for like yeah. five minutes. I, I, my, I was sitting there with my wife, and she looks at me, and she's like, he missed it? He never misses. I'm like, I know. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, did did that really yeah. just happen? I mean, he barely it missed it, too. It was a moment, you know? I, I almost thought he made it because it was so close, you know. And when they threw their hands sideways instead of up, I was dead silent. But I think um, this time around, uh, Greg redeems himself in the outdoors and on some probably crappy field conditions because it's going to sprinkle um, in the morning. Um, but the, I think the Rams do win this game. Kind of like, kind of like Brian does most mornings. 2417. Right. I'm, I'm sprinkling in the morning. Sprinkling in the night. Yeah. I got it. I got him by almost a touchdown. I got him by like two. I just eke it out. But, you know, I think 
Hey, they're like nine and one or something or in uh, one score games this year, and we were kind of the same way last year. And, and um, that law of averages comes comes home to roost at some point, and I think that we're going to be just fine. Um, I think that you know we, we kind of we, we did get some confidence from the Arizona game, and we're going to come out slinging it. And uh, I think we're going to be in the game from from the get go and ready to go. And uh, the Rams are kind of going to go on a little mission here, and uh, I think they're going to win. I'm fucking stoked! I can't wait. Sweet. I wish I could watch it with you guys. Yeah, why aren't you coming to the game, bro? Uh, we know why, but I can tell the Rams on Sunday. You know, I just traveled the, the globe for three weeks and uh, just got a new little puppy dog named Bones. Uh, and uh, Foster used to babysit Jim, uh, John Bones Fossil. Uh, and I was like, shit. And uh, she was like, I was like, you know, his name is Bones. And um, so I, I didn't name my dog exactly after John Fossil because, um, you know, that'd be weird. But uh, <laughs> I did have a you dog, named dog, your dog after John. I had a dog named Marshall. So, and that was directly Marshall Falk. So, uh, but this, this kind of, at least I gave a little nod to the Rams. And I love the Rams with all my heart. And I always have all my life. So um, nothing, nothing. Um, moves me as much as the Rams and good, good fucking rock and roll. So um, I'm excited for Sunday, and I think we got a shot, guys. I think we got a shot, and I love my Rams buddies. Right hey, on, I named right the on. rat after Jerome. Yeah. Yeah, it means a lot to me. Well, yeah. boys. And we're um, going to Empire. I've only been to Empire once, but I'm going to go back. Yeah, come hang with me. Well, you, know, you know how we get down, bro. I do. Two steaks. That's right. Like, uh, Tendonitis up on those shoulders, man. Stopping that beef. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, yeah. well, Wags, oh, we appreciate you coming on the show tonight. We're gonna we're gonna end this oh, episode, God. and I'm gonna get some rest because I'm feeling a little under the weather, and I'm not missing that fucking game. You can't have that. Game Thanks. on, bitches. Exactly. Right, thanks, yeah. Thanks for joining us. That's right. Hit, hit, it, hit it, Brian. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. The NBA is back. Where else can a city this loud be this slept on? And 30 feet is still in range. Where else is history? Still in a make. The NBA, only here. Season begins December 22nd on ABC, ESPN, TNT, and NBA TV. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. 
Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are, even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.